Welcome to episode four of Kathy's Wild Heart. This episode is called The Farmer's Daughters. Uh, we have with us today Abigail Rich and Mary Sydney Rich from Hidden Rivers Farms. Ladies, welcome to Kathy's Wild Heart. Hi. Thank you. Yay. All right. So I saw you guys advertise something on Facebook. And I don't know what it was, but I was really driven to contact you and see if you guys wanted to do a podcast because I'm all about, you know, girls getting out there and doing things to, um, you know, promote ourselves and what we can do. And a lot of times when you think of anything farming, we think men, right? So, <laughs> which is great. You know, I, I love our farmer guys. I think they're fabulous. But, you know, it's a, it's a new thing for the girls. And um, I think it's pretty awesome that y'all did this. So we are at this beautiful farm in Hartsville, Alabama, which also happens to be my hometown. So I'm kind of proud of that and that y'all are here. So are y'all from Hartsville? Yes. You are. You went to school here, all that stuff. <laughs> right here inside that house. <laughs> oh, y'all were homeschooled here. Yes, yes. Okay, so you really did get that that homegrown farming education and all that. Full oh, experience. Yes. Our right. recess was collecting eggs and herding cows. <laughs> okay. All right. So so or is it just the two of you that are the children of the, the family here? We have uh, here, yes. We okay. have an older half brother, but okay. he's significantly older than us. So. All right. So, Daddy got had two girls to oh. kind of teach everything to and pass all that knowledge along <laughs> to, and all that sort of stuff, right? <laughs> Lucky <Yeah>. him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would agree. That's that's no um, a no brainer. Daddies love their girls. So your your dad's farm is Goose Pond Farm in Hartsel, yes? yes. Yes. Okay, and your guys' new project is Hidden Rivers Farm, right? Yes. yes. All right. So let's let's start there. So you grew up here on this property, which, by the way, is beautiful. It's really, really Thank pretty. You. And I've got a secret dream of wanting to somehow have a little farm somehow someday. Didn't come about till I got a little bit older, and I appreciate you know, quiet and not having neighbors, not that I don't love neighbors, you know, but just kind of having some solitude and, and wanting to be around animals. And right now we can hear the, the bugs in the background right. and everything. And I'm like thrilled about it. Um, but what, what made you want to branch away from that and open your own sort of little recreational farm? Well, we grew up experiencing the meat and the natural raising of animal side and we learned all about the farming and as you said dad raised two very strong farm girls but somewhere in us we're both entertainers at heart <laughs> okay so it was this point in our lives where we had to we realized we needed to find a happy place for both of those aspects of us you know, a, where could we bring the fact that we are entertainers by heart, but also this ingrained farm girl yeah. in us. And I, I think that's where it sort of developed is that we heard about agritourism. And when we started studying it, it, it sort of dawned on us. This was the meeting of both of our worlds, right? Where we could still be farm girls and not only be farm girls but also entertain and share 
the fact that you can be both with right. the rest of the world. So, <laughs> A lot of people may not be, especially city dwellers, are not going to understand what agro-tourism is. So let's just kind of define that <laughs> first. And then we'll we'll go from there because a lot of people are going. I don't know. I don't. I, I get I know what both those terms are, but blending them together. So let's talk about that. What is that? Well, it's it's a new slang term, and I okay. say new meaning last what twenty years? Yeah, if that if it's that old. And again, it's the blending of words of agriculture and tourism. Um, they also use agritainment, okay, <laughs> agritourism. Um, so it, it is, and again, that's how we found it when we heard the word agritainment and agritourism. We said, "Hey, wait a minute! I know about those words." <laughs> and so that's what it is. It's a blending of agriculture and tourism or entertainment. So the entertainment side of it. Now, I I love this. I love the fact that you can take the family get them out of the city, get the kids into some fresh air, let them run around. So so basically we're talking about um, we've got some nice big open property, some farmland, and we're providing, or you're providing, I'll just say we as, you know, people who do this, you're providing a place for these people to come and experience a little bit of farm life with fun. So like in the fall, maybe some pumpkins and some corn mazes and some things for the kids to jump and play on and get that fresh, clean air and experience a little bit of that Americana. I think that a lot of people don't connect with it all anymore, right? Right. Okay, so that's 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 the pull. That's the draw. We're trying to get them in. But the um, benefits, I feel, for that, for those of you... You know, we're in Alabama, so we really don't think city dwellers. But trust me, we live in Huntsville, and Huntsville's a magnet for people from all over the world, especially this country, you know, the West Coast and all over. Very smart, educated people who've never seen, like, a real-life chicken or a pig, you know, or anything like that. They're, like, they know what they are. They they think that it doesn't even occur to them that they've never actually touched one, you know. And I find that incredible being brought up here because you know I was brought up on a little you know farm it was a little family farm we just had what we needed for us you know like we had some cattle and we had a a few pigs and I had a horse but you know it wasn't we it didn't make our living right but I always had access to those animals and and I couldn't imagine not so for people like in Huntsville when we say you know come to y'all come see these girls at the farm you know and they're like it's it's a big deal you know they come and they're like it's a real it's a real pig I get to pet a real pig or or, you know touch a real chicken or bring my kids out to experience something that they're not gonna get so there's a lot of people in Alabama believe it or not that don't really know what it's like to kind of unplug for the day and and take a little drive and go see what what this is all about rather than taking the kids to and there's nothing wrong with taking the kids to a mountain climbing or a climbing facility or or a Ben and Jerry's or, or whatever that in what's that place where they have adult Dave and Buster's, Dave and Buster's mm-hmm. whatever that is you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like no 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 get them outside get them some fresh air let them run let them like breathe and let them experience 
nature, you know, even just looking up at the trees and the open sky. And it's got to be better for you than being in this building, you know, everybody breathing that recycled air and, right. you know, and, and, and while, you know, mom and dad are over there drinking a beer, watching the kids, you know, this is a little bit more wholesome and, and I think what we need right now. Yes. Right now. So having said all that, tell us some of the things you're going to offer families when they come out here. Yeah. So we, along the side of bugs, that's another thing that like a lot of kids don't have interaction with anymore. Like when you do go to an indoor place, you're not going to have something crawl on. You're like, Oh, what's this? Or discover new sounds. Um, so when you were going to have a corn maze, okay. um, we actually had our big release yesterday of the design. So make sure to check out our Facebook page to see that. And we're going to have a pumpkin patch so where you can go and pick out your pumpkins. We're going to have some bouncy houses, which is a little, you know, you're indoors, but you're still going to be outside. And then we're going to have a petting and feeding area. So they will get that chance to interact with, you know, we watch cartoons and you think animals are super friendly, but maybe an animal doesn't want to be touched at that moment. So kind of <laughs> learning that interaction right. with animals, which will be great. And then we're going to have a stage. We're hoping to bring in some local talent. You know, so many during these times in 2020, a lot of people like recitals didn't get to happen or local artists haven't had a chance to get out and do the things that they love. So we're hoping to bring that element in and let people, you know, redo that and like get to perform their dance or play music to people outdoors. You know, it's better than that. Yeah. So, and then um, one thing that, and we do have like a bunch of other play areas where kids can crawl and, you know, destroy the property if they want. Yeah. <laughs> Careful there. <laughs> the five-year-old can do a lot of damage. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. So, so that's, that's the, you know, we're going to have all these fun activities that you guys are going to offer and, and bring the family and everything. So I'm curious. I know you were brought up here, both of you, but did y'all venture away from home? Because being from the same town that I'm from, I, I think the small town upbringing doesn't, you don't find its value until you've left it for a little while. For me, it, it you know, I couldn't get out of here fast enough. And anybody who knew me then was like, that girl was gone, you know, and I just... I just checked out, but I'm starting at this point in my life, which is nearing 50. It took me a little while, but I'm starting to be like, oh, you know, I, I really appreciate that upbringing. I really appreciate that, that hometown, small hometown thing, you know? And so tell us, tell us a little bit about your adventures because people want to kind of get to know people. They want to understand what, brought about this business and how you came back home and all that sort of stuff. So give us some adventures of your life here. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) We, we did leave, um, in starting in college and it was, if I'm speaking for Abigail here, but I think it was a chance for both of us to do, like you said, to kind of branch out and experience what else was out there. And, um, we took very different paths. (laughs) Um, I started off at an all women's college in South Carolina. And, um, then of course, 2008 happened and I did some small figures and I was like, okay, this is dumb. 
So I finished up at UAH, and then I was very fortunate to find jobs that have moved me around quite a bit. I've lived in Colorado and South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, um, Georgia. It's, you know, I've moved around quite a bit, met a lot of different people. And it's like you said, just there started this little tickle in the back of my head that was like, hey, you remember that nice, quiet place you left? Yeah. (laughs) It's still there. (laughs) Right. And for several years, I was like, shh, shh, shh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not ready yet. Gotcha. Not ready. So um, I'm sure Abigail, like I said, she took a totally different path. So she's. I figured I was pretty tame. <laughs> well, let's hear it, Abigail. Where'd you go? So I actually started school here in at UAH. Okay. Um, I was a competitive figure skater. My coach was here. And I just wasn't ready to hang up the skates, as they say. Yeah. And then I ended up transferring to the University of Tennessee. Okay. And then from there, out, that was like when I was like, whoa, there's so much world to see and do. So I spent my last semester in Costa Rica. And then that completely opened my eyes to like, there's so much out there. Let's discover. So then I moved to Australia. Wow, and, which you was, did go was, around, didn't did. you? It was an amazing experience. I do think Australia, that's, even though there's big cities, but Australia is known for the land and yeah. all of that. So it was cool to kind of get back to like. Talk oh, about weird creatures. Weird Whoa. creatures. <laughs> I've seen some things over there. I mean, from over there, just looking at it, that I'm like, like, like uh, spiders that can carry rats around with them, and I'm like, oh no! (laughs) As much as I might love to explore it, I, uh, I don't know. I love bugs, but not the ones that can eat you. So yeah, yeah, (laughs) literally kill you. That's great that you did that, and you lived in New York City for a while, right? Yep. So after that, went to the concrete jungle. So literally, the complete opposite. How'd you like that? (laughs) It was so different, right? It. It was there for, it is going off of like everything you discover there is completely new. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many roads and streets and talking about walk days. of life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I was there maybe a, a day, maybe two. I don't remember, but uh, I was in Manhattan mm-hmm. and um, interesting. Definitely interesting. Not for me. Yeah. Um, great to visit, you know, um, maybe small vacation but I don't know I'm very noise sensitive to to outside noises I don't even like TV so for me when I was in that I it was sensory overload yes. all the people and the noise and I, you know I just there's certain people I just think that could go there and be like I have got to get out or there's people that go there like this is cool you know right. it, I guess it depends on the energy that you feed on right I um, was that person I went to visit her and I was just like where are the plants? <laughs> They're in that park. Yeah, that's, that's it. Her one park. Place. She literally took me there. I felt like, you know, I felt like her dog at some point because she was like, I got to take Mary Sydney out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. I, it, it wasn't, it taught me a lot because, you know, being from here, like you guys, I, I was enamored with the big city. You know, I was like, oh, I want to go to the big city. And, and I went and it took me about 10 minutes, literally about 10 minutes. I was looking around and I, I love architecture. So I was in awe of that, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, there is a lot of people. I am around a lot of people right now, you know, I mean, and um, kind of a little uneasy about it. But um, so I 
I, I'm fascinated that you did all that and yet you came right back here. <laughs> well, I do think, you know, the work ethic that you learn on a farm. Oh, I is, bet. You can't even touch it compared to any other that you will learn. And I think that was something that like in this city, people were very like enamored by that. Yeah. Because they were like, I don't know if you're going to work hard. Not my lit- I had an interview and they were like, you know, this is going to be really hard work. And I looked down and said, have you ever lived on a farm? This is not going to be hard work. Yeah. And they just kind of like looked and blinked at me. Like, like they had no idea what you were talking about. Right like, first of all. But, but I, you know, I think one thing that I did, it was just, there was always, you always had to be your best. Yeah. And like on the farm, like you have animals relying on you. Sure. And you always have to be paying attention and keen. And that was one thing that I loved about the city that like when you're single and you know, you're always willing to go, 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 go. And you can burn the candle of both ends. That was something that I truly enjoyed. And it was totally different than anything I'd ever experienced. But it was one of those things that was like, this has been really fun. Yeah. But I'm ready to get back to the roots. <laughs> yeah. So the training that you learned here growing up, and, and I don't know your dad, I've never met him, but I know living out here, I know my dad, and it it, it wasn't for play. You know, we, we were brought up in a strict home with, with rules, and, and you carried your weight. Um, nobody just got to slack and, and not contribute right right so i think that kind of training that that lifestyle especially with you guys being homeschooled here you know i mean this this is your this is home base yeah and that's Mm got to be kind of hard no matter where you go to let go of completely and i do think home or or not necessarily like for me uh, the place but but that upbringing calls back to you at a certain point in life and it, it it beacons you back to where you started and and here y'all are starting your own little thing doing your own thing here and i think it's great thank you so um tell everybody when you're going to be opening this and and you know all that sort of stuff so let's give them their bearings like where you are for people like where they can find you um, all that sort of thing. So whichever one of you ladies want to go for that. Well, we are located in, like you said, Hartsville, Alabama. The easiest directions I can give you is that if you're headed south on Highway 31, when you get to Vaughn Bridge Road, which is, you know, it's a major lake. You can't miss it in right. Hartsville. Turn right on Vaughn Bridge Road. And the first four-way stop you get to, we are the just past that, I'd say maybe a football field away, we're that right. Okay. So take a right. Another way to do it is we are that the right that you're going to turn on is exactly four miles past the intersection of Highway 31 and Vaughn Bridge Road. Yeah, it's not hard to find. We <laughs> found it. And you guys have all the social media things too. So let's, let's go over all that because that's where everybody finds out everything today. Yep, we're on Facebook and Instagram, and we have a website. And to make it easy, it's Hidden Rivers Farm across the board. So www.hiddenriversfarm.com, Hidden Rivers Farm on Facebook, and Hidden Rivers Farm Instagram. So we like Can't keep miss it simple. that. Yeah, <laughs> luckily you are able to have all that right yes. with no complications. So another. It's a beautiful an, sign. <laughs> yeah, a sign it was meant to be for sure. So um, I do want to touch on just a minute because I think it's interesting. We talked to about um, this is a your dad has the meat farm as well. So this is a, a sustainable meat farm. Yes. Yes. 
Okay, so I think that's interesting being from sort of the yoga world and everybody, you know, they're all vegan and vegetarian and all that sort of thing. (laughs) So my thing about that is that I want to bring to light for people is, you know, um, I've been through those phases and now I know what's best for my body and what's best for my body is occasionally I need some meat, you know, and that's good for me. Um, but I want it to be come from a place that I trust and I want it to come from safe practices. And I want to know that there it's being fed nutritionally that because I'm going to absorb exactly what they absorb and all that sort of thing. So, you know, um, this is part of your guys' venture is the goose pond is the original farm, right? Yes. And y'all are a little branch off from that. So I think for my message to the vegan and vegetarian people of the world is if you really want to make a difference in the life of animals, you need to understand that these farms that really do the right husbandry with these animals and the right practices, this is the kind of thing we really need to support rather than the mass mass production of meat where no one knows what they're being fed. The practices of slaughter are incredibly cruel. The living conditions are incredibly cruel. So I always want to go about the quickest route possible to bring quality to animals and and to bodies. So I think, you know, if we can not have such a negative view on eating meat and, and the meat industry in general, go, we need to focus on humane practices very humane practices and I've heard really good things a lot of my friends in Huntsville actually buy meat from you guys so yeah and I you know I'm like I'm going out to Goose Pond Farm and they're like oh I love that place you know so so it's a good reputation y'all have and I'm really um, happy to get to come out here and and be a part of that you know and just kind of meet you and and you know get that girl power thing going on and let's make this a really happy thing so for right now, your guys are open through the fall, right? Yes, we open okay. September 18th, and we'll be open every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday through November 1st. Okay, through November 1st. So we're going to have all the little bouncy things, all the kid things, bring the kids out, let them loose, let them run wild. We're going to have animals, entertainment, all that good stuff. And then are y'all thinking about picking it up in the spring, maybe? We'll see. <laughs> um <laughs> We'll see. It's, um, I know for sure we are absolutely, we're committed to the annual fall. Okay. With the spring, again, it's, it, it's a learning experience. We dedicated all this time researching what we can do for the fall. And so we'll need to sort of gather and regroup and focus again on the spring and see what we can bring that is, well, Part of what we wanted to do was Alabama-focused. And by that, I mean, we didn't want to... We didn't want to bring something that is technically not from this region. We wanted to celebrate aspects of agriculture that are in this region. Okay. Um, An example of that is one of our down-the-road goals is to have a U-Pick Blackberry, which... When we were doing our research, there is a blackberry that a blackberry bush that is indigenous to Alabama that does not have thorns. 
Well, that sounds perfect. <laughs> right. So instead of bringing, instead of trying to bring in like a Granny Smith apple tree that really grows better up north, we wanted to encompass aspects of Alabama. Okay. And so it, again, in the spring, it's really going to kind of where we can bring in important aspects of Alabama culture and agriculture and, you know, it, it so it's really going to depend on what we find that really speaks to our community yeah, and what people can associate with best, even if they don't know it. You know? Well, one thing I know about putting anything together, it takes a long time to plan for it. You know, like I loved when we were talking earlier and you, were, you guys were talking about your corn maze and stuff and you're like, we're, we come from meat farmers, <laughs> not crop farmers. So you guys really kind of learned a lot on the fly. And I saw the, the corn maze, so you did a good job. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. you did good. So I'm like, all right, well, y'all did way better than I would have done because I would have Googled, how do you grow a, for, a corn field? You know, it, it would have been interesting. Then I would have got my husband on it because he's, <laughs> he's the one that makes things happen. I would have been like, hey, we're going to grow a corn field. <laughs> he would have said, okay. All right. So is that kind of how y'all, I mean, you had it, you just kind of gathered your information and, and put it to work, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We have spent hours and hour, countless hours on the phone talking to any other farmer that's done this before in every region possible and talking to local. We even talked to just local farmers that just do it for fun, you know, and, um, They'd say, yeah, I, I, I would plan it, you know, this to grow it to actually hide from deer, you know, for oh. deer hunting season. I didn't even like harvest anything. I just planted that and I said, great, you've done it before. What'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> Teach us. How did you do it? Like, anybody and everybody that we could talk to, we, we did. <laughs> Well, you guys have done a great job. I'm, I'm extremely happy for you. We're going to try to get out here and see you. Um, and I encourage everybody else to come on out. And they may even do some yoga on the farm, y'all. Yes. So we're going to kind of work on how we can get some yoga on the farm. Because to me, that's just the best of both worlds, right? You know, Absolutely. We can get some zen going on, you know, near the cornfield and out there by the bouncy house. It's all perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can let the kids go and you can get a good stretch or, you know. There's, you, you guys, you're, you're, it's, it's limitless, really, what you can do, especially right now with COVID. And I want to bring that up before we, we close out. You know, this is a good, wholesome thing for the family to do that's very safe. This is very, like, out in the middle of the country, nice, clean air, openness. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, all of the precautions will be in place to make sure everyone is safe. Um, and again, you know, the whole purpose of the Wild Heart and Kathy's Wild Heart is to encourage people to get back out in nature and to reconnect to that side of ourselves. And, you know, this is the one positive I think that's come out of COVID is people are starting to, you know, I tried to buy a bicycle about a month and a half back and there's none to be found. There's bicycle shortage in this country because everybody's like, I'm going to go ride my bike outside. And I'm like, how fabulous is that? You know, that we're getting out of the house. We're tired of watching the news. You know, it's just as pressing as it can be. So connect. You know, I think we just need to get out and connect. And I think if we can reconnect to nature 
and to the spirit of nature and, you know, to Mother Nature and God or whatever all that is to you, then it's going to connect something that makes sense for all of us. And if enough of us do it, I think it's going to make a huge difference overall. So I'm all about it. Y'all get your kids together, you know, put a good pair of shoes on them, let them go out, let them run and play, let them have a good time and watch them play outside. You know, a lot of people think if we just let them out in the yard, you know, just let the kids out in the yard. That's great. I'm, I'm all about that. But why not bring them out and let them really experience a little bit of country living? Um, even the drive out is nice, you know, just kind of get out, you know, Take a little Sunday drive or a a fall drive. See the leaves changing. Just kind of take it all in and and have a good time and a good day. So anything else you guys want to add before we we close out? I mean, we're just really excited and we hope that, you know, our community can come together and do enjoy something. I do think during all of this in COVID, like we need we, we need really it. need this. We all so. need it. I mean, come from near and far. You know, there's people that are going to listen to this. There's going to be a lot of people in Huntsville. There's probably going to be a few in the Birmingham area and around. So really, it's a pretty central location to a lot of places. We're near Decatur. Um, of course, Hartsville, Huntsville, uh, Coleman's not far. Birmingham's not that far away. I mean, maybe some people are going to drive driving up north to go up to Tennessee and they can stop along the way you know it's a good little outing wherever you're at if you're close by and if you're listening to this and you got a little country spot and you're out in the middle of anywhere and you're just like hey maybe agro tourism (laughs) (laughs) is something I'm interested in these girls have got a lot of knowledge they may be able to help you out just enough to be dangerous just (laughs) enough to be dangerous but that's the best kind right because you have so much ambition you're not tainted by anything. You're not, you know, you're brave. You know, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Just enough to have all that ambition and go out there and, and take it over. Just do it. <laughs> you girls have got it. All right. So I want to thank you so much. We enjoyed it. I hope this is a smashing success for both of you. We're here for you. I'm going to help you promote whatever I can. Um, and everybody just give it a shot. It, again, it's Hidden Rivers Farm in Hartsville, Alabama. It's all, all of that's on their social media. It's Hidden Rivers Farm. Check them out and get ready to bring the kids out because I think we're going to have a really beautiful fall. Yes. Yeah. It's already, already shaping up like that. So we're excited. All right. So everybody just get yourself out into nature. Thank you so much. And we are out. Bye.